Hello, <laughs> I'm Rand Barnaclo, and that's it. We're back in the lip zone, Daddy. Hello. Um. Well, been a little while, but I've been busy, and um. You know what? Gone just happen when it happens. I'm sorry, but that's just that. <laughs> that's just how it is. If you've listened to this podcast for many years, you know. Just gonna happen when it happens. I get on here and I tell a fucking bald face lie. I'm like, next week, <laughs> dude. Come on, not enough happens in my life. I this is what I, I know. I don't put out many podcasts, you know, like as consistently as some other podcasters. But wouldn't you rather get the fucking gems than the goddamn? I went to the grocery store today. What are you guys, my fucking mom? I had to check in. I went to Whole Foods and I saw an egg that was weird. Every week? I don't know, man. Every week? I don't know, man. It's a little much. What am I going to do? Get on here and be like, well, bought some new molar flossers from Target. Try to think of a joke. Nah. Just gonna be when it bees, you know? It's gonna just, that's just the way of the warrior for me. Just gonna be when it bees. I've tried. And then I come out and I'm like, I like the winter. <laughs> and you guys are like, pretty good cast this week. It's like, nah. Not really. It was all right. Could have been better, you know? It's fine. I'm a realist about it. Maybe to my detriment sometimes, but, you know, I'm a realist. I like I like having a podcast. I just like it more when I don't have to ever fucking do it. It's fine. I know what it entails to be a comedian now. I have to do this. I mean, I don't have to. Because I literally just do, don't sometimes. But I have to do this because like podcasts for comics are like having a Twitter account. So it's like you want to the ultimate goal for a podcast shouldn't be to be a podcaster. I very obviously would not consider myself a podcaster. I have a podcast. I have for years. I've had this podcast for almost as long as I've been doing stand up. And by the way, the fucking hubris. To be like, I, I have a podcast. Dude, so silly. But obviously, I'm like a comic. That's what I am. I'm a fucking comic. I have a podcast because I'm a po comic. If I was a dude that made uh, dream catchers out of artisanal bird feathers, then I 
Well, no, I would probably have a pocket. Well, I wouldn't, though. If that was my life, like if I grew up and my name was Asher and my parents were, they lived in the woods and my mom made her own soap out of fucking pig milk or whatever. And my dad was like an engineer for a company, but like he was like an engineer that smoked weed. Right. And then I grew up and I went to like a college and I wore a hemp necklace and I always I had the best weed. You know what I mean? Oh, I had the best weed. And then I when I grew up, I moved to a city like downtown Cincinnati. I moved to downtown Cincinnati and I I originally started out wearing like black and red checkered polos and putting beard oil. Remember beard oil? It's like, come on, get over it. But you put beard oil in. And slick my hair down and wore one of them tight male chokers, one of them leather joints that have like a like a fake like an alligator claw on it. But I wore like the red and black checkered flannel and I was like, I, I want to start a business. And, my, and, you know, my girlfriend, Sabrina, was like, what business do you want to start? And it's like, well, you know how we're both vegans. And she's like, of course, way of life. Well. Uh, I was thinking this, I, I got a line on some, uh, vegan cruelty free pigeon feathers. And I think, you know, I'm one 98th Cherokee. I think I'm going to, uh, I think I'm going to make dream catchers, you know, like my great, 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 great grandpa, uh, like his pinky would have done. And Sabrina jumped up in the bed and she started clapping. You're the best Asher. Um, you, you should share your journey and I'm what you should share your journey about the street bird feathers. You're so creative. People need to hear your voice. And I'm like, I should start a podcast like Joe Rogan. So no, <laughs> so no, I mean, I get to go up on stage and be like, so a fart really hurts. <laughs> you know, I had a hard fart the other night. And hopefully some people in the front row like slap their little knees and they're like, that's pretty good, man. And I'm like, yeah, I got a podcast. And they're like, oh, yeah, cool. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it happens every time, dude. It happens every time. I have like a good set where it's fun. And it's like, that's why this podcast doesn't come out every week. It's simply because I see people's faces who four years ago didn't know what a podcast was. And now they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can't even listen to it. Their face says that. They've never said that to me. But after a show, somebody will be like, hey, what's your Instagram? I'm like, yeah, it's right here. You know, no, follow me on Instagram after a show. And, you know, I, I'm obviously getting the nibblings of whoever I'm opening for. But, you know, I'll get I'll get I'll get 30 people after a show be like, hey, you know, what's your Instagram? Fine. You know, that's where I'm at. And that's cool. I, I appreciate that. I love that. But it's like, I'll even tell those people that were cool enough to walk up and be like, what's your Instagram? I'll be like, I have a podcast. And their face is basically like, go, go fuck, go, who gives a fuck, man? So does my uncle. He breeds golden retrievers. He's got a podcast. It's called Ron the Golden Guy. And he goes up and he's like, boy, their hair sure is everywhere. You know? You know, golden retrievers get dog cancer more than any other. You know, that's <laughs> that's what it would be. 
So nobody wants to listen to some fucking podcast except for you guys. And I actually, I know I'm shitting. I'm shitting a little bit, but I'm just, you know, I'm just talking. I'm just talking to the real bricks, you know, the real bricks in the castle the, of House Rumble. I'm just talking at you guys. These are the things I think about sometimes when I'm hanging out and I'm like, Pfft. and I look over at the old soundboard and I'm like, yeah, that's going to be another week of dust. You know what I'm saying? But then I try to hit you with some fire content. Hello. Welcome to Rumble Lips. I'm Ram Barnaclow. It was the longest intro ever. I got back off the road. I was on the road. That, that's another reason why the podcast didn't come out. It's not because I was making bespoke vegan bird feather dream catchers or having a golden retriever podcast. It's because I was on the road. I was busy. I got I, I got this wild. I talk about this on the last one. No, probably not. I got this like wild opportunity out of nowhere to go to drive 10 hours. <laughs> I got the opportunity to drive 10 hours, but it was for, I was opening for Mark Norman in Des Moines, Iowa heard of it. And dude, let me tell you something about Iowa. Suck it. You're, I mean, there is no culch. There's no culch in the old Wawa. It, there is no culch, dude. Hawkeye state. Come on, step it up. Make, make one corn restaurant. Make you know they're like we're famous for corn and birds. We're the Hawkeye State and dude, I got there and I was like, well, there's a mall over there. I can go buy underwear because fully as an adult man, just didn't pack any underwear. I was like, you know what, undies don't need them. What? So I was like, I'll walk over that TJ Maxx when I checked in the hotel room. Walked over the TJ Maxx and a hawk almost ran into my fucking head, dude. A bird almost ran into my damn head. I was on the phone with my mother. A bird almost ran into my damn head. So, the, so it was a hawk, and it was dude. It was so close to me. It was making this noise. It was going. I heard that come from that hawk. So then I went to TJ Maxx and bought undies. I bought the skimpiest pair I could find. No, I just went and bought a pack of undies to, you know, hold in my farts. So then I went back to the hotel, and. um because I got out of the car. First of all, it, it, driving nine hours to Iowa, and Ohio people will get this, is like being in the car for nine hours just to drive to like, what's that? Mason. Or like right between. So for the not Ohio listeners, it's like just you're you're going nine hours to go to like the, the strip mall part of town where the outlets are, wherever you guys would be who who are not Ohioans. Or Cincinnatians. It's like just nowheresville, but it's just a city, and it's and people are like, it's so flat out there. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't be cool if I went to like a fucking hilly land, but well, actually, hilly land was pretty cool. It's called San Francisco, and it's pretty sick. But but it's like, I don't know. It's flat. I walked to the mall twelve times. They had a place called Zombie Burger. The only thing I wanted from there was a milkshake on Sunday morning, and it turned out milkshake machine was broken. I see, I see. Just you know, if you're if you're a restaurant, you can just claim to have milkshakes. If you're a restaurant, you can just claim to have milkshakes because you got all the other food. You can just be like, we got this milkshake that um, has been voted. The best milkshake in the entire food, in, in all of food in Iowa. 
or anywhere and anywhere oh we got the best milkshake um it's blue ribbon rated milkshake and somebody's like cool can i try it and you're like ah, i'm sorry our milkshake machine is down and then you can just do that forever and just lie about having the best milkshake and then eventually four years down the road somebody will be like have you ever had one of those milkshakes and they'll be like no never i've never had one and you'll ask people you'll text old high school friends you'll be like excuse me remember me and they'll be like my prom date and you're like yeah do you have you ever had a milkshake from zombie burger and they're gonna be like you know they have the best milkshakes of all time. It's like, oh, cool. So you've had one, but like, no. Every time I go, every time I go, the, the machine's down. So, so go fuck yourself, Zombie Burger. I won't eat your food. I just wanted your sweet, 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 sweet ice cream milk, and it didn't happen. So, then I just walked around the mall. I mean, it's you feel how bored I am talking about Iowa. That's how boring the whole thing was. Except the shows. It was in like one of those cool old funny bones. That didn't look like a fucking, it was in a rotunda. And uh, it was uh, it was like one of those cool old funny bones. And I, we're, I was chilling. It was great. Had great shows. Me and old Mark Norman, he, we did it too, man. Had to go up cold. And uh, But it was good. It was great. Staff at that Des Moines Funny Bone, fucking rules. We got a snowstorm, so that impeded me from walking through the mall, you would think? No. Walked the point for... Walk the point four miles to the mall in a, in a blizzard. Don't care. Had to buy a sweatsuit. <laughs> Don't care. So I was like, yeah, walk back to the hotel, go to the shows. Iowa sucked. But Mark Norman fucking ripped, and I had a good time. Shows were good. Good. There, there was Iowa. That's why a podcast didn't come out. And then I drove home. Dude, okay, so Iowa gets, not only does it suck, but Iowa gets a snowstorm, and then I was like, but they got it on Friday night, like during the shows. So I was like, hey, or right after the show, they started falling like during the late show, Friday. And and um, the lady that worked the club, I was like, are the roads going to be cool? Like, because it says you guys are supposed to get like a 10 inches to a foot of snow. I don't know wh- how you guys do roads out here, but will they be cool by like Sunday? And she goes, yes, it'll be cool by Sunday. Of course. Why do you ask? And I was like, oh, I'm driving nine and nine hours and 40 minutes home. And she's like, dude, there. Yeah, they'll be great. I was like, all right, cool. So we do the whole weekend. Had a blast. Uh, Had a blast doing comedy and and hanging. And uh, I get up. I check out of the hotel. I'm like, yeah, I'll get up around eight be home around midnight whatever get up i i get my car i i I had already cleared the snow off the morning before let my car heat up i bring my bags out like load my car up got all my shit i start driving roads are still shitty and i'm like well that's in town highways are probably fine hey man no way highways were scary the highways were scary i was pooping them Cause I get, I get down the exit and I'm like, oh, that's a, that, that lane, all, all five, six lanes. That's a compacted snow. You know what compacted snow is called? Ice. It's called ice. So I was just driving. I'm like, that's ice. That's ice. Ice for 500 yards. I'm going 40 miles an hour in Iowa. 
I just kept thinking, oh, yeah, the rounds will be fine by Sunday. I was like fucking John McClane in the Nagatomi Tower vents. I was like, come out to the coast. We'll have a few laughs. That's how I was. But I was in my car. I was like, rounds will be fine by Sunday. You know. And they weren't. And you know what? I saw flipped over semi. I saw flopped over. I saw flopped over semis. I saw flipped over semi trucks. It's on the side of the road. And I was like, damn, that's semis. You know, but they flip all the time. And I was like, I'm in the Prius. I'll be fine. Then I drove past a Chevy Cobalt. It looked like it got, it looked like it flipped from, it looked like it got thrown. (laughs) And I was just like, all right, cool. Death Highway. But, you know, you would think you're driving out of Iowa. How long could you have been on that highway? You know, 45 minutes or so? Nah, try three hours. Three hours on that highway. Drive three hours on the highway going 40 miles an hour to get out of Iowa. Then I get into Illinois, smooth sailing. Illinois, like, barely looked like they got any snow. They didn't really. And then I'm driving back to Cincinnati. There is a point to this. And it says I'm 18 minutes away on my GPS. I'm 18 minutes away. I'm like getting on an exit, dead stop traffic, snow, snow's hitting now, boys, I brought the storm with me, brothers, and uh, and so I, I went from an 18-minute drive to a 32-minute drive home, got home, all the snow was everywhere, and I, and I came inside and was like, well, fuck me. I'm I I might I, that might have been the one that where I'm like if it's over eight hours I'm flying no matter the cost because ten hours in a car is boring as shit by yourself boring as shit you want to talk about a dude that would have listened to a, a fucking podcast about golden retrievers by somebody's uncle dude me ten hours I'd be like what are these golden retrievers oh man they they have a lot of dental issues. I mean, I dude, I would I I was a prime candidate. I listened to every every murder every fucking I mean, I can't I don't really listen to like the big comedy podcast, you know. I don't care about what's happening. <laughs> Remember that one time I was I was talking about the ocean and I'm like, ah, I don't care about it. I mean that that's a dumb way to that's a dumb way to go through life. I don't mean like I don't care whether the ocean dries up or it's here, obviously. I mean or, or I, I do care that when you hear it's like getting polluted to shit, I'm like, man, oh my god, that is a fucking nightmare. But I don't care to like go to it. You know what I mean? Like I've been going on the road a lot. And I was you know how like people on Instagram are so excited? Like we're going to the beach. Man, I don't give a fuck about the beach, dude. I'll be I'll be real honest. Don't give a fuck about the beach. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm this way. I just do I just do not give a shit about the beach. I was thinking about it the other day. That's what I mean by the ocean. I mean like the be- like the ocean stuff, not Fuck the like I don't give a shit about the ocean as an ocean. I love the ocean that way. But I don't get I only I mean only fuck with actually it being the ocean. All the ocean activities, dah. Ah. 
you know how long I would have to have like two billion dollars to to be like, hey, let's get a yacht. I want a yacht. A yacht is getting a yacht is a bit. It's fake. It's just a flex. Nobody grows up being like, I fucking love yachts. I dude, I refuse to believe it. I refuse to believe a little kid is in a sandbox and he's like and he's like looking at something on his iPad and he's like, I want a yacht and you look down and he's he's Googling image yachts. There's no fucking way. If you're a kid that liked the yacht, fuck you. How about that? If you're like if you were like a little kid and your and your parents were so well to do that they would be at dinner parties and their friends would be like, How's how's Buxton? And they're like, Oh, Buxton, he's great. I mean, you know, he's five now. He's uh he's very his teachers say he's, his tutors say he's very intelligent. Um the nannies around the house say he's like a really well behaved boy. He um he will not stop talking about how much he wants a, a a yacht. And their friends are like, huh? Yeah, he just cannot stop talking about how much he wants a yacht. They're like like a big, like a luxury, but yes, Buxton wants a party yacht. That's his dream. Fuck off. Fuck off, Buxton. It's not real, man. Wanting a yacht is a bit, and I and I I will I will die on that sword. I really think that it's like the I don't know. It's stupid. I I don't think a mansion is a bit because I can see coming up from nothing, or well, when you're a kid, fuck coming up from nothing. When you as as the example is what I mean. But like, if you if you're a kid, you're just middle class kid. You grew up in a regular ass neighborhood, and you see a big house on tv you're like whoa that'll like have an impression on you because i like i remember when i was younger like a kid and um i was watching uh peewee's big adventure and when he goes over to francis's house how francis's bathtub is a fucking swimming pool i thought that was the height of opulence i was like oh okay you take a bath in a pool that fucking rules that's the sickest thing ever. I want a, I want a bathtub pool in my house. Because any, anything, when I was growing up, being rich meant you just had really big shit. Like, all your shit was big. That was being rich. Like, yes, you had a big house, obviously. But, like, the size of your bathtub was a swimming pool. It was like a, you know what I mean? You would have, like, a giant wine glass. You would have, like, a, a, a big, a Big, thick car. Big. Uh, everything big meant you were rich because you could afford, like, to jumbo size everything. I grew up there. That's the time I grew up in. Big meant you were rich. <laughs> so, but now, you know, it's technology rich. It's like people that are like, I walk in the room and the walls are the color blue. That's, like, rich now. That's what kids are growing up with now, like, automatic doors in your house and shit. My shit was just like, look how big that fucking door is. That guy's got a giant front door. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, if you wanted to yacht growing up, you f- fuck off. Fuck off, idiot. You're a nerd. Numero uno. 
What was I talking about? Hate I, I how much I hate yachts. We've established that. Oh yeah, how I don't want to go to the beach. So like when I'm traveling all the time and I'm like, <clears throat> you know, I get to go out. I get to go to new places. Like I just got back from Boston and Connecticut. And dude, let me tell you something. I I've never been to Boston. I'm not a huge history dude, but I I just watched the documentary. It's on YouTube. It's free if you want to watch it. It's called When Stand Up Stood Out. And it's about the Boston comedy scene and how like steeped in history Boston is. Dude, I was so psyched to go to Boston. I was amped. And let me tell you something. It didn't disappoint. Oh, man. You know what? I need a pause this podcast. Oh, yeah. So anyway. When I got to when I got to Boston, I was amped, dude. And then we and then uh, me and me and Chad, I got taken by Chad Daniels. Me and Chad walked around um, Boston, and he had already been there. And he said he did this uh, this like historical trail, and um, it's like we it's like seven miles long, dude. Just us walking around, we ended up like seeing the highlights. You know, I saw the one if by land, two if by land, Paul Revere Lantern Church. I saw Paul Revere's grave. I saw Ben Franklin's parents' grave. And I saw, like, they, there's plaques all over the fucking place. It's like, site of the Boston Massacre. It's like, whoa. And and the cool shit is there's all, all these, like, new buildings. That's not the cool shit. The cool shit about all these big, giant new buildings that are up. Um, right next to it will be a church from, like, 1740. And you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's, like, right next to a giant TD bank building. It's, like, this church that looks like it'll get if the wind blows too hard it like the rocks will crumble it's sick boston rules um i got my feet 3d scanned i didn't know new balance shoes was from boston and i was like you know me i'm a fucking shoe guy dude and so we went to uh we went to uh new balance in boston and they 3d scanned my feet and um let me for the listener i've always had i just thought i had like normal sized feet I, I thought I was like a normal man my whole life. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just a normal guy. Uh, I wear a size 10, 10 and a half. Um, and I always have and I always will. And then, you know, now that I'm, I'm getting older, I'll wear 10, 10 and a half. So I get on the scale. I told the lady at, uh, at the New Balance, I was like, yeah, I wear a 10. And she goes, you want me to 3D scan your feet? And I was like, sure. And so I hopped up. I took my shoes off. I hopped up on the scale. And uh, she's like, okay, I have that pair you want in your size. And she was like, should I just go get them? And then you put them on and tell me I was wrong. And I was like, yeah, sure. Thinking in my head, straight tens, maybe a 10 narrow, you know, maybe I got it. I always thought I had like a narrow tapered foot. And I was like, all right, here they come. She brings them out. I put my feet in them. Dude, fit perfect. I don't even have to. I don't even have to tie them. And my feet won't even flop around inside of it. So comfortable. Some of the best fitting shoes I've ever put on my feet. She was like, yeah. And I was like, ring them up. You know, these are sick. I'll take them. I just got some gray New Balance like dad shoes, you know. And I was like, I'll take them. And uh, I I look at the box. Dude, nine and a half double wide. I was like, what, dude? I got fucking gnome foot. Nine and a half? I'm not even in the double digits. What am I, dude? I'm shrinking at 38? 
I used to be a ten and a half in this town. Well, never in Boston, but in uh, wherever I was, I was a damn ten and a half. Nine and a half, dude. The fuck? And she was like, well, a lot of times you'll be a half size less, but this is actually, you're pretty true nine and a half. I was like, I w- have you ever had found something out about yourself? Dude, it was, and you know me, I fucking love shoes. And, and it was like somebody, it was like she looked at me and she was like, I hate to tell you this, but uh, uh, you, 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 you don't have any toes. That's how she looked. That's how I took the news. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, ever since you came back down from the mountain, we had to take your toes. I'm like, oh, what? I was shocked. I wanted to like, I was like, is this lady trying to fucking fight me, dude? I'd like have beef with her now. Nine and a half, two E? Fuck you, man. What? That like, I got troll foot, dude. I'm a garden gnome. I have cartoon. I have round cartoon feet. I, dude, I could wear Mario's shoes. That's fucked up, man. That pissed me off. And it, the thing that sucked is like every time I put the New Balances on, I, like in protest, I wore like I wore like my my Air Max again. Can I tell you something? A little tight on the sides. They are a little tight, a little long in the toe and tight on the sides. And I'm like, oh, that's that's where that two E's coming in, dude. And so now I'm sitting over here and I like take the air maxes off and I put the, put the new balance back on. And it's, it's like, you can almost hear my feet go, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's, that's it. That sucks. Cause now I look at all my other shit that I like and I'm like, ain't wide enough. <laughs> oh fuck, man. What a bummer. Then that, then for the next like two days, I just, walked around all of boston in those new balances and i didn't have a single issue i was like i can walk all day i walked like six miles and it was it was like 17 degrees outside and i was like i can walk more my feet have never felt so good how fucking bullshit is that so 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 that happened in boston but let me tell you something the show's fucking ruled and this, I didn't know this, but, you know, you figure it's the East Coast. People will be a little, like, slough off. They got their own shit going on, which I do appreciate that. I like that. Like, when you go to New York and everybody walks with their head down and they're the only person in the world or, you know, they got to be where they got to be. They don't give a fuck about what you got. I kind of like that. I like that a little bit. So I thought Boston was going to be like that. But as you know, the Cincinnati Bengals are in the playoffs. Some of you might not know that. I don't know. But the Cincinnati Bengals are deep in the playoffs. First time in 31 years, deep in the playoffs. So, you know, I wanted to, I would be in Boston during the, the, the Bengals' uh, second playoff game. So I, I, I wore my Bengals, like, beanie hat. I got a pom-pom hat with a B on it. It's black and orange, and I'm walking around. It's my warmest hat, and I'm walking around. And, um, dude, people are, like, rolling down their windows, like, get them tonight, kid. They're like, you got it, you got it. And I'm like, all right, sick. And, uh. Yeah, Saturday night, like before I went on stage, the, the the Bengals kicker's coming out. And what you have to know is Laugh Boston is in the hotel you stay in. If you're a comic, you stay in the same hotel as the club. So you don't even got to put a jacket on to go to the club. You can just walk right out. You can leave. My room was on floor 16, and I would just take the elevator, walk through the lobby, and right into the comedy club. It was awesome. 
It was a super nice hotel. And the Laugh Boston fucking rules as a club. So I was like, I'll just watch the end of this. I have to go check in for the show. I'll just watch the end of this in the lobby. Well, Chad Daniels moves tickets. You see? So I walk down into the lobby to walk to the club. And the line of people trying to get into the show is like, through the hotel lobby there's like probably 80 visible people and the rest are getting sat in the club and so the the hotel lobby has a movie like a projector movie screen size in the hotel lobby like high definition so they had the game playing huge so everybody waiting in line is watching it i walk up i'm wearing my Bengals hat i walk up and i'm just watching the last like two minutes and people are like around me like are you from Cincinnati I'm like yeah yeah I'm from Cincinnati they're like oh man this has got to be crazy for you you know it's cool the energy's cool like people are around me talking to me about 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 Cincinnati about the team do you ever see the team oh, I never thought the fucking team would be this far you know we're all talking I'm from I'm from Worcester and I'm like oh fuck yeah man that sounds like a sauce you know and so we're watching the game and and everybody's standing around and then I was like dude if they ice the kicker like the club was the, the host at the club was sending me messages like, hey, are you guys coming down here? Because I guess they got like the two-minute warning. They're about to start show. I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. And then McPherson kicks it. It's good. Everybody in line's like, yeah, congratulations, man. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, dude. And I'm psyched up. And I, and I walked into the club. And so then those people were all that all came into the show. And then the show starts. And so, dude, when I walked out on stage after the Bengals won, people had already, they didn't, of course they didn't know who the fuck I am. They're there to see Chad Daniels. So I'm opening for Chad. They don't know who the fuck, I'm just a guy that was in the lobby and I disappeared through the door or whatever. And so then when I came out, there was like 60 people that were like, yeah, dude. Like they were psyched from the bank. It was, it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That was, that was a fun show. And it's like, all right. Boston fucking rules, you know. I went and got a real piece of Boston cream pie, because you you might not know this, probably not. Barbie B gets me a Boston cream pie uh, for Thanksgiving and Christmas dessert, so I fuck with Boston cream pie heavily. Love it. Now I'm doing the intermittent fasting right now, but I will eat a piece of Boston cream pie from the hours of 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, so. I got a piece of Boston cream pie. It was great. I walked three miles for it. It was fantastic. Got Chad one, walked back to the hotel. <coughs> I got a mustache hair that flew down my neck at a rate that it almost felt like somebody threw a little spear. Okay. So that was great. I walked around. I did, I did the thing. The Bengals won. I'll tell you what, the game changer for air travel has been, boy, howdy, I bought a Nintendo Switch Lite, and I am playing Mario at 30,000 feet. It's awesome. Um, I don't even look out the window. And then I got home and back to bananas, baby. I was, I, you have no idea how psyched I am when I, when I land at CVG, knowing that the very next day I can go to Go Bananas and just smell the walls just put my toe on the stage 
I don't think I have any dates. Uh, I will be posting more reaction videos uh, in the Patreon. Get in the Patreon uh, for two dollars. You can get in as low as two dollars. It's patreon.com slash rumble lips. Uh, knowing that I was going to take an app since I did put up five, six videos on there. So um, there is stuff to watch. If you burnt through them, sorry, you're supposed to ration those out. Uh, it's a fine wine. But uh, yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw everything up on chunks in case I take breaks. So there's stuff to entertain yourselves with over on the Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash rumble. You can get in as cheap as two bucks. I mean, that's, that's literally a quarter a week. So, I mean, if you can spare a quarter a week, toss it on the Patreon. That would be sick because I got some new people on there that are digging the content, which is nice. Thank you, guys. Maybe I'll start reading out Patreon names. That was fun. I hope this episode found you well. I hope you enjoyed it. Get in the Patreon. Uh, go to ranbarnaclo.com uh, to see where I'm going next. But for now, I'm in town until March. When I go to Washington State, but I'll talk to you guys before then. Okay, uh, keep it on you. Don't be nasty. Papa loves you.